You are now listening to the London International Christian Church Podcast. Since it's you. 
Tell me that I've walked in your water. Peter walked on water since he knew it was God. It's after miracles like that. It's after having a conversation with the sinful woman at the well. For those of you that are tallying the score, it was the longest conversation Jesus ever had with a person. It was with one of the sisters right there. <laughs> Jews did not love Samaria, and yet Jesus went right through Samaria. You know, as a Christian, sometimes you got to go through areas you don't want to go through. And yet Jesus went through the areas that Jews did not want to go through. And it's after all of these incredible miracles. But the Bible says that then the other disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. Jesus is always calling his people to the mountain. The, the, the question is, are they willing to go? He says to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go, when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some of them doubted. The Hebrew word for doubt is eston. It actually means to hesitate. Some of them hesitated. I pray today that you're not hesitating to be a disciple. I hesitate so much. I stand before you as the worst hesitator in the kingdom of God. I hesitated seven different times. Because I'm so afraid of giving up the only thing I thought I had, which was me. When you look at what that really amounts to, it's not very much. He said they, they hesitated, they doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. He says, Don't, don't worry about it, God. All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. He says, Don't, don't worry about the breakfast. All authority, don't worry about it. It's been given to me. Don't, don't worry about Donald Trump. Trump is an acronym. T-R-U-M-P. It's the acronym that means it's the reality you must break. <laughs> so don't worry about Trump. I got all authority. He says, don't worry about anything. Don't be shaken. I've got all authority. In heaven and on earth. That means Jesus is God. He says, I've got all authority in heaven and on earth. It's been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I command. He says, you don't just make a disciple, you got to teach them to obey. So powerful a scripture. The religious world will tell you that God makes Christians. Yet when you look at the word of God, right here it's very clear. Jesus doesn't make disciples, only a disciple can make a disciple. I walk, I break the law right there. Yeah, you know, you got to be close to the Lord right there. 
breakfast, cross the street right here, keep going here. We just we struggle with obedience. It's why we need to be taught to obey. He says, once you make that disciple, teach him to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age in the church day. He says, if you're making disciples, God's with you. He says, if you're not making disciples, God's not with you. Even if you became a disciple. Because once saved, not always saved. Once a disciple, not always a disciple. Once sold out, not always sold out. Once totally committed, not always totally committed. And I, and I find myself falling in several of those categories. And having to ask myself, where are you, Mike? Are you making disciples of all nations? I'm so encouraged when I see disciples from other nations. I don't know about you, I was so inspired to see Tom and Dana make Jesus Lord. <laughs> Turn my wife 
one. We said in verse 22, be merciful to those who doubt or who hesitate. <laughs> Snatch others from the fire and save them. To others show mercy mixed with fear, hating even the clothing stained by corrupt flesh. Right here, Jesus says we gotta snatch people from the fire. I'm gonna lift up my brother Paul Bussard, who gave an incredible insight sermon about the fires. The fires of sin that are burning in London. Referencing the great fire in London and how, although that fire was put out, there's still a great fire in London. And people are on fire, and we've got to snatch them from the fire. Sometimes we, we forget what it means to think and say the lost. We want to do it for the approval of people. We want to do it because we want to be fruitful. We want to grow our region. No, we, we snatch people from the fire because there is a hell. And we don't want to go there. There is a heaven, and that's exactly where we want to go. We want as many people to go with us. And when you snatch those from the fire, you may get a little burned yourself. We've got to seek and save the lost. We're in First Timothy chapter two. It's been great sharing faith at the University College London. I've had to brush up on all my scientific terminology and principles and concepts. I'm trying to get very close to Victrix and all the smarter Christians in our fellowship. And of course, I've learned that science has come up with a term you may have heard of called the butterfly effect. Of course, this is a theory where a small cause can have a large effect. And I put before you that Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 through 20 is happening right now. The butterfly effect is happening in the kingdom of God. You say, what, what, what can the butterfly effect do? What can, explain it to me. I'm glad you asked that question. A butterfly, when it flaps its wings, the result of just the slightest shift in air from one butterfly flapping their, their wings can literally cause a tornado several countries away. Based on mathematical chaos theory, those two incidents seem quite extreme to be related. But like the ripple effect in an ocean, where the smallest ripple can reach the far end of the lake, the butterfly effect is very real. And I really believe the butterfly effect is happening right now. We're snatching those from the fire around the world. We're snatching those out. And for those that haven't seen it since the Oscar China Missions Conference, I bring you greetings from Australia right there. <laughs> They're snatching them from the fire down there. We sent out the Auckland, New Zealand mission team. Call of Duty is a video game, right? Yeah. 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 
He looked up and he said, and he said, Kid, come down immediately. I'll stay at your house today. So he came down at once. Notice he didn't hesitate. He came down at once and welcomed him. Glad he was fired up to welcome Jesus into his life. This is far different than me. I, I was not excited to allow Jesus to come into my life because I've become enslaved. I've become a I, I've become so my claws have been gripped by the I just have my claws into the world. I love pornography. I love impurity. I love bitterness. I love attitudes. I love my selfishness. I was such a, and you know what I tell you something? That creeps back into me when I'm not seeking and saving the lost. Because all the people saw this. And they began to love it. He's talking to the guest of sinners. <laughs> I mean, they come and well, we're so righteous. Why is he going over to Zacchaeus? He should be with us. There was a self-righteousness there. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now, I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I've cheated anybody, I've anything. I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house. Because this man too is the son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and to save what was lost and turned to him. And this is an awesome text right here. He just says, Jesus says, hey, the son of God, I've just come to seek and save what was lost. The denominational world will tell you you're offensive for saying that the world is lost. Your greatest opponents will be others that claim to be Christian. They say, how dare you make a claim that the world is lost? I'm not. Jesus did. He said the world is lost, and I'm coming to save it. I believe we are flat out lost. I believe we are lost politically. We are lost politically. And as a preacher, you can say something unifying. Uh, sometimes, and you can say something prophetic sometimes, but when it comes to politics, usually they never get unified right there. So I'm not going to say something prophetic politically or, or unified politically. All I'm going to say is politically, I believe we're lost. Why? When the Bible's influence is not ruling and running our political thought, I think we're politically lost. I appreciate all the theologies out there, Marxism, Socialism. Yet Jesus says the only one that matters to him is evangelism. That's the only one that matters to God. And until we decide that seeking and saving the lost has to be in the heart of the person, until we get Christian molds into those particular areas to influence our thinking, to think about the Word of God, the Holy Bible. I believe we are lost socially. Let me read you some statistics. New statistics say that the murder rate in London is now worse than New York. It's worse than New York City because we are lost. So obviously, you're going, hey, why is it so here for Americans? It's so bad. No, no, no. It's bad right here. We are lost socially. Figures show that killings in Britain have risen to a 10-year Excluding those killed in terror attacks, including the London Bridge, and we had actually a Christian that was a part of the fellowship that was there to witness that. Westminster 
that have been recorded by police, and this year from uh, up to March just 2018, rose 40,147%, a, a seven-year high. There was also a 2% spike in the number of gun-related crimes, too. They're now at 6,492. We're lost. Socially. There have been 89 suspected murders in London since January 2018, compared with 50 in New York during the same period. Some statistics say that the average American father to speak to America, they're just as lost socially. They spend 37 seconds a day with their kids. 37 seconds a day with a kid alone as well, the average parent. I wonder what the statistics look like for the average English parent, the average London parent. We are lost socially. We've lost the plot socially, where we're spending our time. Satan is breaking the family unit down. Research says this. We will spend 11 years of our life watching TV. The square face of Satan. That's why I don't have a television, because there's always some satanic little ad from five. You're trying to watch something else, and then the devil comes on in right there. Just Teenagers spend 10 to 11 hours a week gaming alone. 
The average person in the UK spends three hours a day on Facebook. We are losing our desire to have a face-to-face -face interaction with people because we're lost socially. We're lost socially, I believe. I think we're lost economically. Every American president says, hey, we're going to get together that position, we're going to balance the budget, we're going to do all these great things. When you look at American dollars still falling, I always ask the question here in England, okay, you join the EU as became the fifth largest economy, you're going to leave the EU, how are you going to sustain that? Nobody's giving you a straight answer. Not one person. And yet the Bible says in Revelation chapter 6, verse 5 through 8, that when God allows an economic hardship to come on you, it's of God. That's sometimes how God disciplines people so that they come back to him and get focused back on God's will, seeking and saving the lost. I believe we're lost technically or technologically. Having been at University College London, it shocked me to meet students who were involved with genetic engineering. Genetic engineering. What is this? Of course, UCL's great, great school. Gandhi went there. But genetic engineering is this. Genetic technology has the potential to change the human species forever. The soon-to-be complete human genome project will empower genetic scientists with a human biological instruction book on how to make designer people designer babies. Absolutely. The possibility of someone or some government using it in a negative way is, is, is very scary to me. Just knowing that you can actually get in there and genetically modify You know, it reminds me of Genesis chapter 2. He says, don't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Why good and evil? Because there's some good knowledge that may be used for evil. And although there, there are those that argue, well, genetic engineering, we can get rid of diseases, we can help people, we can get rid of, we can do all these things. Yeah, but what about the potential to do what you're thinking about doing? To modify humans. To literally be able to pick what kind of child you want to have. Like at a soap. We are lost technologically. We're lost sexually. We're lost. Gender neutral bathroom? It's just weird. You try to walk in, there's a girl walking in.
are you willing to evangelize in an uncomfortable way? We need uncomfortable evangelism. And lastly, we need intentional evangelism. That's what we want to raise raising our Jesus. Acts chapter 16. Come on, come Acts chapter 16. We need intentional. I just want to show you this is in the Bible. It says in verse 11, From Troas we put out the sea, and sailed straight to Samothrace. And the next day we went to Neapolis. From there we traveled to Philippi, a Roman colony and leading city of that district of Macedonia. And we stayed there several days. Paul and Silas were intentional. They targeted this particular city. We got to get intentional. And we are targeting specific cities. I'm so fired up that at the Winter Workshop, we'll be appointing me in and Tommy Watt as <laughs> We would like to thank you for listening to that episode of the podcast. If you would like video versions of these episodes, whether it's sermon highlights or interviews, feel free to check us out on our website or view them on our YouTube channel. That's londonchurch.org.uk. That's L-O-N-D-O-N-C-H-U-R-C-H.org.uk. And for all other updates and information, whether it's services, events, or devotionals, you can find all that on our website also. Once again, we'd like to thank you for listening and we'll catch you on the next one.